Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 24 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Wednesday of bets before we dive deep into today's action. Take a few moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on. If you're enjoying the sound waves coming out of whatever device you are listening to this podcast on, and if you could be so kind, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Soroka, and if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for choosing to come and join the TTL crew. If you are a regular listener, Welcome back. You know the drill. It's that time. Let me bring in the co-host of the TTL podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, a young man whose Sox fandom runs deeper and thicker than blood, right alongside his Packers fandom in the exact same level. He does not waver. He does not move. He will go to the grave with them at his heart. Ladies and gentlemen, Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing solid, my man. How are things on your end of the table? You know, looking good from this side. Cashed a few tickets yesterday. Mm-hmm. Looking real well in the account. Sure, Nothing sure. too major to complain about. Nah. Another day six feet above ground and I'm sucking air, man. Yeah. How can I complain? Here, dude. What's We're up with good? What's up with you on that corner of the table? Same shit, man. Yeah. My socks are uh you know, treading water here. Mm-hmm. Nothing uh no reason to sound the alarms just yet. Yeah, Sox no, Twitter is losing their yeah, mind right now, Sox man. Sox Twitter is a different animal. It's a, it's a weird place where only complaints are made until the Sox <laughs> find the win column. Uh, a strange win on uh, Monday night. A little walk-off action. Yeah. Dome shot off the uh, back of Yasmani on the base path. But, yeah. hey, a win is a win. A win it does not win. matter if it's ugly. All that matters is that W goes in the column. My Cubbies has not been the same. They yeah. are uh, really struggling out there. At the time of recording, the uh, game is still going on. It's 2-1. 2-1 Cubs. Oh, or Brewers, Brewers uh, Hopefully the old Cubbies turn that bad boy around and get the late-inning victory. We'll see what happens. Don't tell me what's going on, Mag. Yep. We're going to gloss right over that because I can already see where your eyes are going on that screen for the well, score and positioning. I was no, give, uh, no, 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 no. Not the Cubs. 
Giolito Shane Bieber has lived up to the hype last night for uh, sure at the time of the recording right now. But last night for the Sox Indians, 0-0 in the seventh inning. Big time. That's a classic pitcher's duel about as good as you're going to see all year. Yeah, absolutely. Got some uh, solid baseball picking up steam as we speak. Uh, the NBA rocking and rolling right along. Sure is. Getting uh, even closer to the playoffs. Cannot wait to get some action put in on some of those games and see what matchups we got rocking and rolling, especially the play-in game, too. Yep. 2-0 and on our Monday podcast picks for the NBA. Yes, we were. We are really heating up, both of us on the NBA. Oh, yeah. Uh, both of our NBA records are extremely solid. Solid, uh, solid. I know I've put in well over 800 bets. and uh, Yeah, I don't I'm, know what uh, my numbers are I'm exactly. Not, I know I'm positive, though. That's yeah. my, top, uh, that's my top, uh, top league right now. Yeah. NHL rocking right along past the trade deadline. Uh, new guys, new teams getting settled in, ready to rock and roll for the playoffs here. We definitely got a couple of play, well, one play for you today on the pod and uh you know little mlb action as i said everything is just all starting to really come together my friend everything is looking real good and it's gonna be some of the best action over the next couple of weeks that we've seen in a very long time yeah apologize for the barking dog if you guys can hear that the assholes that live above me in the ttl production third member of our crew here they're uh just the uh kind third members of our crew that like to add a little extra commentary so kind's an interesting way to put it (laughs) no shit um but that is for another rainy day an entirely different part of the podcast we're not going to get stuck there we're not going to get bogged down with any more banter mags we are ready to rock and roll it is your wednesday april 14th of 2021 we are already halfway through this month Already a quarter of the way through the month or for the year of 2021. What in the world is going on? I don't know. What I do know is we got some stone cold locks and some hardcore picks that we hammered out for you for your Wednesday bet slip. Now, as per usual, we got some NBA plays, we got some NHL plays, and we got some MLB plays. I'm going to go ahead and kick things off out of our MLB slate today rather uh maybe this evening for the first mlb play we are taking this evening we are headed to the matchup between the new york knicks at the new orleans pelicans you've been saying mlb i believe have i i believe so oh had me a little confused there geez yeah you were looking at me a little strange (laughs) sorry i uh i was trying to click over here truth be known i was trying to click over here on my maybe uh, i'm losing my mind but either way uh trying to click over here on my screen First things first, NBA slate of the day, the first pick we are taking. We are headed to the matchup between the New York Knicks at the New Orleans Pelicans. Game is set to tip off at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are taking the New York Knicks at the plus three. We are taking all of those points, and we love every single one of them. Let me tell you why. The Knicks are 33-21-1 ATS overall. The Pelicans are 25-29 ATS overall. The Knicks are 17-11 ATS on the road, and the Pelicans are 14-15 ATS at home. The Knicks are 12-7 ATS as an away dog, actually 4-0 ATS in their last four as an away dog, and the Pelicans are 6-11 ATS as a home favorite. New Orleans, New Orleans, <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans are coming off of a win versus Sacramento, a 117-110 victory they covered as 
two-point favorites. That game uh, was much closer than I thought it was going to be. The Kings started to uh, really mush it down there in yeah, the end, and 100%. I was I was kind of worried about a blown cover there, to tell you the truth, because it locked in the line at minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. However, we got the cover, no worries, no sweat, but I do mention that win against Sacramento because the Pelicans are one and four ATS in their last five following an ATS win. Mm-hmm. Now, the Knicks are coming off of their own win against the Lakers, 111-296, covered as minus one point favorites, and they actually extended their home ATS winning streak to 10 and 1. They are monsters in their last 11. They haven't been touched. My partner looked at me. He said, you know, I think they're a little different on the road. I so kindly brought up those previous trends and he said, holy shit, let's put them on here. Now, I do also mention this recent New York victory because in their last five following an ATS win, the Knicks are 5-0 ATS. Mm -hmm. These two teams haven't played this year, so they haven't had a chance to feel each other out. But historically, the Knicks are 8-3 ATS in their last 11 in New Orleans. They play well every time they go there. They show up and they ball out. The Knicks are the hotter team as of late, my man. They are 3-2 straight up, 5-0 ATS. And just to prove it to you, the Pelicans are 3-2 straight up, 2-3 ATS. Right. The Knicks are absolute murderers of the line right now. Yeah. They're a wagon and a half. You can't say any two if ands, or buts about it. And one final closing point that I always like to bring up when we take the Knicks is their elite defense. And I don't think that New Orleans has any type of answers for what they're going to see offensively from the Knicks. And I think the Knicks are going to shut down the Pelicans, for lack of a better term, because Zion can't do it all by himself against high-powered Knicks defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Brandon Ingram, like you said, it's it's more of a two-headed monster, but they're they behind those two guys, uh, Zion and Brandon Ingram, they got nobody. Mm. Uh, like you said, the Knicks are heating up. They had a uh, they had a little stretch there where they lost three straight games a couple weeks ago. Everyone's like, oh, is this where the Knicks start fading? Knicks start fading? No, turned it right around. Turned it right back around. Um, three and two straight up last five. Those two losses are two point losses each to the Celtics and the Nets. Uh, I love that uh, these trends for the Knicks here. So I'm all over it with you. Rock and roll. For our second NBA play of the day, we are headed to the matchup between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Partner, you want to tell these degenerates what pick we are taking out of this matchup? We're taking the underdog in this matchup, the Miami Heat plus four at time of recording here. Mm-hmm. Nuggets are, uh, you know, reeling. You know, they've been without Jamal Murray here for, uh, you know, some time now, short period of time. Reeling now with the news that he's going to be out all season with the ACL. Mm-hmm. Despite all of that, they are 0-3 ATS last three games. All of those games were as favorites. Uh, the Heat are 6-1 and one straight up over their last seven, not including uh, Tuesday night as we were recording, uh, you know, right before the game. 5-2 and two ATS during that stretch. Denver, 12 and 16 ATS at home, 10 and 13 ATS as a home favorite. Miami is 5 and 3 ATS on no rest. That's one of my favorite trends if you can get a positive or, you know, obviously in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Plus four points, you know, whatever it is at the time of recording, they're going to be the underdogs. Right. Unless, you know, for some foreseen Jokic is out or something like that. Sure. Either way, this seems like, uh, this seems too good to pass up. 
too many points against a team that is, uh, you know, just not playing their best right now. Yeah. Lost their second best player. Right. Heat should be able to lock them down. No problem. Idebayo matches up well with Jokic. 100%. And you mentioned that the Denver Nuggets are 10 and 13 ATS as a home favorite, correct? Uh, that is correct. So yeah. that means they've lost 13 games ATS as a favorite at home, and they have lost 28 games against the spread overall on the season. I love that as a percentage, my friend. Mm -hmm. That's one of the key trends for me I'm seeing in this. I look to the public to rush to the Nuggets line at minus four, and I look at Miami to go on the road and take care of business and get this cover and potentially even pull off an upset. But I I love the points. I like, yeah, I love the points here. I like both of our, uh, both of these NBA plays potentially pull off the upset, honestly. So what a segue there, partner, for the Talking the Line Cruise. NBA slate for your Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. The crew is taking the Knicks plus three and the Heat plus four. Lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Nailed it once again. Mm -hmm. Moving right along to the Hockey rink, we are headed to the ice for our second slate that we dove deep into today. A couple of really weird matchups, you know, six games today on the slate. I, nothing really jumped out to right. me at first, right? A lot of big right? favorites. Not, not a lot of big favorites, 150%. So had to do a little digging, and all of a sudden we came across something that seemed a little fishy. So it led us to do a little deeper research, and we decided to hammer an NHL underdog, Mm -hmm. a large NHL underdog. And for that one, we are headed to the matchup between the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking the St. Louis Blues money line at puck drop at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can call us crazy, but we are looking at a few key things. First things first, man. Everybody has been waiting for St. Louis to turn around, Mm -hmm. to finally get some momentum going to what in the world are these St. Louis Blues doing losing. They have actually lost seven out of their last 10 matchups. However, they have won their last three straight up. They sure have. Okay. So that's one thing I look at. Now, even though they've lost seven out of their last 10, they find themselves squarely positioned in fourth place in the Western Division. Mm Mm-hmm. So they have a serious, serious shot to potentially upset the Wild in the Western race, as well as put a little space between them and the old Yotes who have the Wild tonight. Barring the Wild might make a a little bit of a slip up against the Yotes. The Yotes uh, make a, a nice push against the Wild. That works even more in our favor. So I said last three matchups. Minnesota was two of those matchups that they won, and they put the hurting on them on the ninth, beat put them the nine on us. to one. We took the wild in that matchup, and then they went ahead and beat them in overtime on the tenth, three to two, and then back on the seventh, they beat Vegas three to one. I think right now we are witnessing the turnaround of the St. Louis Blues. They are really starting to play great, play excellent hockey. They are uh, actually. Three and one straight up as a plus one twenty six to plus one seventy five dog on the okay. season. Hell of a range there for you. Wanted to give that to you as well. I looked and man, 
This line just did not seem right to me whatsoever. You know, I, I saw historically that the Lanch are 7-22, and 22 straight up in the last 29 in St. Louis. They haven't played in St. Louis yet this year, and the Colorado Avalanche have actually been putting the hurting on the Blues so far. They played four times. The Lanch have won th- three of those matchups. Yep. The Blues won the first matchup on January the 13th. However, I'm looking at the most two recent matchups. Colorado was a minus 260 and a minus 205 favorite, and now they're down to a minus 180 favorite at open. Why would they drop if they won those last two matchups? Number one. Number two, the Blues in those matchups were, let me tell you real quick, the Blues in those matchups were um, pretty much in the exact same spot, actually a little bit higher underdog-wise. So why would they have dropped as an underdog. The line just doesn't make sense. It should be longer. The Colorado Avalanche are playing on absolute fire. They've lost two games out of their last 10, a complete flip, 360, if you will, from the Blues record. I'm not buying this line, and I think there is plenty, plenty of value at the plus 150, right around in there, plus 160, wherever you can currently find it at. I think that Bennington plays a hell of a game in net for the Blues. I am not sure if it's going to be uh, Grubauer or if it will be Dubnik. If it's Dubnik, I love our chances even more uh, against the Avalanche. They might rest their best goalie and put Dubnik in there. You know, man, I love the Blues in this underdog spot. I'm definitely putting a unit on them. I really love them to upset the Lanch here. Yeah, Bennington, like you mentioned, he's been been playing well, especially, uh, you know, short sample size but mm-hmm. last two starts only uh only one goal allowed each right. time so right yeah and just the historical record of the avalanche yeah. going into yeah. st louis it, it's never never been really good for the avalanche when they go into right. st louis granted they haven't played there this year but man oh man i think the blues have a serious shot especially after losing only by one goal in the last two meetings between these two teams and being virtually identical lines i think they flip the script get maybe a one goal two-goal victory tonight. I'm with you on it. So for the TTL Crews NHL slate, one more time, we only had one play. Why the hell do we need to repeat it? But we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) The St. Louis Blues money line. Lock it in at whatever the current best line you can find that pick at on your favorite sports book. And now we are headed on over to the Diamond. Partner. We uh we're headed on over to the Padres and the Pirates, the uh, rubber match, if you will, third one in the series so far. What pick are we taking out of that matchup? Well, let's see. We went back and forth on this Padres big favorite in this game. So what do we do here? Do we take minus one and a half? No, sir. We take no. the first five innings money line yes, sir. for the. San Diego Padres. Padres are rolling out Joe Musgrove, right hander. If you do remember, he uh, threw a nice, uh, you know, nice little no hitter last uh, last week. Oh yeah, uh, and he is facing Tyler Anderson, a left hander for the Pirates. Mm. Padres absolutely have mashed, uh, mashed lefties this season. Three oh eight batting average, four oh two on base percentage, five thirteen slugging percentage, and like I said, Musgrove has been absolutely incredible. No no last outing, two and zero record so far, no runs allowed. Um, this is just a lopsided matchup here. Uh, I have no no problem with Musgrove uh, 
or no issues, no concerns with Musgrove following up that no hitter with another. Again. None whatsoever. I'm not gonna say he's throwing another no hitter, but no, he's he's riding high, he's rolling in hot, and uh, you know this Pirates lineup is, uh, you know, no spring chicken as far as hitting these, uh, you know, hitting these run lines. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, Tyler Anderson, him, even uh, even despite the left-handed numbers for the Padres, Anderson has not been great so far this season. Right, I think the Padres jump all over him early in this one. I 100% concur with everything you brought up right there, my friend. So for the first play, ladies and gentlemen, just to repeat, so you caught it, and we're actually uh, going to stick with the same trend for the other picks coming out of the MLB slate. But for the first pick coming out of today's MLB slate, we are taking the San Diego Padres' first five money line. Lock that bad boy in. For our second pick... We are taking the Philadelphia Phillies' first five money line versus the New York Mets. This matchup is going to be first pitch at 6.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And pitcher matchup, Wheeler for the Phillies and Peterson for the Mets. Somewhat similar to what my partner had said um, in the pitching matchups and Philadelphia against lefties. They are uh, not as solid as they are against righties, but they're still um, keeping pace. 221 average, 290 on base percentage, 5.22 runs per nine. So they're definitely uh, right in pace with uh, against right-handed hitters. However, they do put up more runs against left-handed hitters. So it looks like they do definitely hack away and throw some over the wall. Now, the Phillies honestly have been a weird start to the season. They're six and four. I think that they should have won a few more games than they have. I think that they should be like eight and two. Either way, skipping over that. Wheeler's been really solid, coming in with a two three one ERA, one point oh three WHIP. He's got a one and one record right now, compared to Peterson with an zero and one, coming in with a thirteen fifty ERA and a two point two five WHIP. We're not gonna get too deep into the full game so we're just gonna lock in the philadelphia phillies first five well yeah like you said the uh, phillies probably should be have a little bit better record yeah if you stuck with first five you might have uh, a little bit more success than taking them the full game 150 percent. they uh tend to fade about any number seven don't need any (laughs) of that bullpen (laughs) no we don't need don't need any of that we have full faith in wheeler and we have zero faith in peterson so we will be promptly Locking in the Philadelphia Phillies first five money line. Yes, sir. And to wrap things up here on our MLB slate, the third and final play of the day, we are headed to the matchup between the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a lot of the same right here. The reason why we picked these plays and these exact picks, these first five, is number one, because of the pitching matchup, number two, because of how the opposing team bats against lefties, and how this matchup just looks in general, how these teams have played in the first five innings so far. So we are taking Tampa Bay Rays, first five, money line. Rays are going with Rich Hill on the mound, and the Rangers are going with Arihara, Arihara is 0-1, sporting a 5 ERA and a 1.33 whip. Rich Hill, he's got touched up a little bit. He's gave up some runs, but he is 1-0. Does have not the prettiest 7.20 ERA, sporting a 1.10 whip. 
He actually looked extremely good in the last matchup between the Cardinals. Um, that uh, that was a really, really solid outing for him. I thought uh, they should have won a few more of those games uh, that... Uh, that they or I'm sorry it was a it was against Miami I do apologize uh they lost that matchup I I really thought that they were going to win that matchup and then they came back against the Yankees when Rich was on the mound again against Corey Kluber and won that game 10 to 5 so Rich Hill was able to bounce back it's just because he's he's faced some big sticks so far as why his ERA is so high you know the old man still has a nasty curveball. He still throws relatively hard for a left-hander at his age. And if you just scroll on over and look, the Rangers are hitting an average of 180 versus lefties on the season, have an on-base percentage of 260, and are scoring 2.64 run runs per, per nine innings versus left-handed uh, pitchers. Hell of a mouthful right there. I was uh, looking all over the map. Mags. Got anything else you like on this play for the first five? No, I'm all over these first fives, man. Yeah. Don't need any of this bullpen action. No. Don't need any bullpen uh, choke jobs. Bullpen nonsense. We don't need it. So no. we're staying away from it. So one more time for today's MLB slate, the TTL Cruise picks are the San Diego Padres, first five money line, the Philadelphia Phillies, first five money line, and the Tampa Bay Rays, first five, money line. Lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Hey, Max. You ever uh, come across one of those one of those matchups? It's like a plus minus one plus minus two and you could find arguments for both sides but you really don't know where where you actually want to lean you ever come across those every single day yeah yeah you ever wonder how in the hell you're actually gonna figure out how to uh pick the side and don't want to spend the next hour debating every single day well guess what i got the solution for you and i got the solution for the rest of you degenerates if you run into this exact problem that we all do every single day and that solution is from our partners over at moneylinedice.com the moneyline dice they are some of the coolest coolest product that i have uh, bought in a long time when i'm in a pinch when i'm in a pickle i don't know exactly where i want to go i turn to the dice they have a die that is money line ats so it'll choose that for mm-hmm. you it'll choose over under for you it'll choose how many units you should put on the play it should it'll also choose home and away i'm a poet and i didn't even know it i'm telling you guys these Moneyline dice are a blast. They are super affordable. They're not going to break the bank. They're, no, a, they're so much fun to have and just a, a little token something that you can have to say, yeah, I'm a sports gambler. I'm enough of a degenerate to buy some dice that help me decide my picks. Now, me and Mags, both, as soon as we came across them, we locked them in. We scooped up our pair as fast as we could, and we just so happened to partner with our good friends now over at Moneyline Dice. And we have an offer for you. If you want to get your own Moneyline Dice, or you can head on over to their website, moneylinedice.com. We'll go ahead and throw that link in this episode's description so you can easily click on that. They have an MMA scorecard. They have a bet tracking 
uh, book. They have a beautiful, crisp, clean Moneyline Dice logo hat, and they got those sweet, sweet dice. Anything on that store, you go, you check out, you enter code TTL10 at checkout, and they're going to give you 10% off of your first order. Go head on over there, have some fun, do what we do, throw the money line dice every once in a while on a nice segment just to help us break from the norm, Mm -hmm. have a little bit of fun. I'm promising you, you're not going to be upset with this purchase and you're getting a sweet discount in the process. So head on over to MoneyLineDice.com by clicking the link in this episode's description. You'll see it right at the bottom. And when you select all of the merchandise that you would like, enter code TTL10, that is TTL10 at checkout and you will receive 10% off your first order at MoneyLineDice.com. And moving right along, partner, to wrap things up for our second segment of the day, our special play, we are going to kind of change the format a little bit of the pod, not crazily change it, but uh, make it a little similar, you know, to the newsletter, Mm -hmm. how we have our picks and a special play. Right. And boy, oh boy, am I so excited for this. I have been waiting to bring this back since we first conceived this idea as a TTL crew. This was one of my favorite ideas from the jump. And you know, everybody has their dog of the day, dog of this, underdog, whatever. So we broke from the pack and found a little little something different for you guys. And that is our Wednesday Warrior special play, yes, baby. Sir. You better believe it. We brought it back. It's time for the Wednesday Warrior you know, as much as I would love to dunk this one home on all of your domes and give you just the best Wednesday Warrior pick we've had in a very long time, I'm going to humbly hand it on over to my partner. What do we got, pal? A little behind-the-back pass there. Oh, quick little behind-the-back, up for the alley-oop, and he... Like a little Ja Morant action? Ooh. Ooh. How about that? Yeah, we're taking the Grizzlies here. Yes, they sir. They are the epitome of a Wednesday warrior right now. They are quietly one of the hotter teams in the NBA. Uh, they are 5-2 and two straight up over their last seven, 7-2 seven ATS over their last nine. At home, they are 17-11 and 11 ATS. They are 4-0 and 0 ATS over their last four games versus a team with a winning straight up record. They are 7-1 and one ATS over their last eight following a straight up win. And my friend, they are 8-0 and ATS on their last eight Wednesday games. Oh, you know I'm a sucker for some midweek ATS trends. Yeah. Like I said, Come on. quietly one of the hotter teams in the league. They had a couple setbacks there for a couple days. Got it back rolling again against our Bulls, right. unfortunately for our Bulls fandom. Unfortunately. Not to mention the Grizzlies' success. These Mavs have uh, been a little shaky here lately, a little inconsistent all season long, but over their last four games, they are 1-3 and three straight up and ATS. That includes losses to San Antonio and Houston. Mm. Things aren't rolling as hot as they would like them to be. No. You know, we went back and forth. Should we take the money line? Should we take the plus two? Went with the plus two just to be a little safe. A little Luka Doncic, uh, you know, MVP insurance in case he does something wild at the sure. end of the game. Sure. You know, that's where my head was at with that. I like that. But like I said, some scorching hot stats here, trends here for the Grizzlies. Um, that 7-2 ATS over the last nine is one of my favorites there. Uh, mm. That just kind of illustrates... Uh, 
how well they've been playing, and it's not, uh, you know, like I said, five and two straight up over that last seven. So it's not like they're just covering big spreads, right? You know, they're getting it, they're getting the win, they're getting uh, whether they're the underdog, whether they're the favorite, home right. or away, it doesn't matter. They are one of the more underrated teams in the NBA, and for that reason, they keep uh, they keep showing up as a dog in a spot like this. Yeah, and I think the public will look to run at a very heavy pace towards Dallas yeah. and see a very short favorite for them and think, oh, Luca, oh, KP, oh, all this great names. And, uh, you know, honestly, in this spot, Dallas hasn't been that great on the season. And just as hot as the Grizzlies are playing, my friend, like you were saying, any trend you want to find on the Grizzlies, they are smashing it. They are absolutely destroying it yeah this is pretty low-key uh big game here seven and eight seed in the west right now mm-hmm. uh separated by a game and a half so pretty big game here and i think the grizzlies wake up and are more than ready to lay a can of whoop ass mm-hmm. on the mavs mavericks they came out the other day uh complaining how the uh playing games are stupid and i'm like Hmm. You know, I, I don't know for sure, but I'd venture a guess and say that they're in one of those seven and eight mm-hmm. seeds yep. looking at uh, yes, dangerous. Uh, and of course, they're the seventh seed. Yes, if they the playoff started right now or that playing, they'd be playing Steph Curry and the Warriors. The fuck S- they want to do with that? 150%, my friend. <laughs> they got bigger. Th- they're, they're thinking about, they're thinking 10 steps ahead. Grizzlies are, mm-hmm. Grizzlies are rolling right now. They're yeah. focused day to day. Yeah. They are the Wednesday Warrior. One more time, ladies and gentlemen. For our Wednesday Warrior special play of the day, we are taking the Memphis Grizzlies at the plus two or whatever the current best line you can find that at on your favorite sports book. Now, just for shits and giggles, even though I do it every single time, every single slate, I'm not going to break it down slate by slate. I'm not going to waste the time. Get out your paper, get out your pencils, take out your phones, and rip open your sports book and get ready to smash these plays in one more time. The TTL Crew's favorite plays for your Wednesday bet slip on April 14th, 2021. We are locking in the New York Knicks plus three, the Miami Heat plus four. The St. Louis Blues money line, Padres first five money line, Philadelphia Phillies first five money line, and the Tampa Bay Rays first five money line. And to wrap things up for the TTL Cruise Wednesday Warrior special play of the day, we are taking the Memphis Grizzlies plus two. Love it. Almost, I love it all. Almost fucked up and said money line because I am crazy and I need that juice. And fuck it, <laughs> I am putting the juice on the money line. I'm still going to take the plus two, but I need the money line, man. I need I need okay. that juice, and okay. I think I think the Grizzlies get the job done. Okay. Let me let me get it. Let me get it. You heard it here first. Well, that's our picks. That's our special play. Like we said, um, wrap, wrapping it up here before we get into the motivation minutes as per usual and send you kind degenerates on about your days. Like we said, uh, just not a, not a huge adjustment, not like we really haven't been uh, doing that, but we just we want to make it a little more short, concise, clear, straight to the point for you guys. You know, yeah. you don't come here to listen to me and Mag's bickering. I mean, you keep about saying nonsense. that. Who knows? Maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they do. But I haven't really heard anybody uh, <laughs> really raising their hand in the back for more bickering <laughs> and nonsense on the uh, the Talking Line podcast. Uh, we got some big things coming. Uh, we've been tossing around some guests. 
guest ideas. We have uh, been contacted by a few other shows, want us to come on and say what's up. Uh, We have um, been grinding on YouTube and trying to figure out a couple different setups in the TTL production studio. Mm -hmm. So give us just a wee bit more time on that and we'll be live on those waves as well. Our uh, third party German Shepherd upstairs is still trying to figure out those logistics as far as YouTube. You know how it goes. You know, dude, he has been terrible. (laughs) With the shipping and receiving logistics lately, I, I I don't even understand what this guy is doing upstairs. I'm gonna have to go and talk to him after this podcast, man. I'm I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. Let's crack some skulls. <laughs> but yes, um, nonetheless, man, we we have some big stuff coming for you guys, and uh, we are chomping at the bit. We're trying to figure out every single possible way that uh, we can bring this to you guys at the highest level possible, if you will. I'll let you connect the dots in between uh, what I'm I'm meaning there. So, yeah, partner, TTL Pod, episode number 24, about to be in the books. Kobe, 24. Wow, how about that? We had a little Jordan and a little Kobe. Can't tell, I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before I saw like five-year anniversary of Kobe's last game. So yeah, there you go. I I do believe that was today. Tuesday maybe? I do believe that actually was today. Yeah, I think so too. I think, or I'm sorry, not today, yesterday, <laughs> time of recording, uh, it was <laughs> yesterday, but, uh, Wednesday, or Tuesday, today I can't remember Wednesday. if you were there or not, but I vividly remember watching that in our uh, saw our, our apartment. That oh, was the last game? At, at yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember watching that too. That was nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw the Shaq quote. He was like, uh, he said, yeah, we uh, talked before the game and I challenged him uh, to 50 points. And that motherfucker went out there and dropped six six. <laughs> like, it's just classic. And he, and he brought him back for the win too. Yeah. That made it yeah. so much more, uh, so much more meaningful. Yeah, man, definitely a uh, lot of inspirational moments and times coming out of that man's life. Mm-hmm. A lot of that we'll miss out on, but uh, a lot that we have to look on and, and hang sure. some some of our lives and try and mold some of our lives off of. And learn a lot. Hell from yeah, that, man. man! Just watch a few interviews, mm-hmm. whether it's him. Talking about his worth that work ethic as a player, whether right. it's post career, I mean, right. I, he's just oozes with motivation. Mamba mentality, my friend. Yeah, dude, it's my phone cover. Bang. There you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's about uh, that's about it. That's about all I got. But uh, as per usual, you know, we ain't gonna get out of here until uh, give you a little bit of motivation. Minutes, give you a little something to lift you on up, mm-hmm. get you onto that next level perspective wise for your Wednesday. You know, today I wanted to uh wanted to just share a quote. And this is actually a quote that I came up with. You can spark notes me. You ain't uh you ain't gonna find this anywhere else. I will guarantee you this. I came up with this uh cruising down the road one day. I don't know I don't know why. Um but it kind of pertains to taking advantage of Every opportunity you have, and Mags, we can have a little bit of back and forth on this. Let me know what you think, Um, but let me hit y'all with it. Hit it. Get lost in the race or become the creator of the event. Okay. One more time. Get lost in the race or become the creator of the event. So either you can get up every single day and hop in your metaphorical car of life Mm -hmm. 
and ride side by side with everybody else, doing what everybody else is doing, taking the turns at the same speed, breaking when everybody else breaks, you know, just living a comfortable, cool, calm, collected life. Sure. Or you get up every morning, you get in that more metaphorical race car, and you decide to take that hard inside left. Mm -hmm. You decide to smash that son of a bitch down into fourth gear when everybody else is smashing on the brakes. You decide to weave in and out of the cars in front of you instead of just falling in line and doing what they're all doing. Mm -hmm. So you can either get lost in the race of life with everybody else's cars and worry about bumping into each other's cars and causing chaos into each other's lives, or you can create that event and you can get number one first prize in that race and then go on to make your own events. Right. To use this metaphor that we're talking about, create your own, create the race career, be the creator of the event. You could, uh, you know, people falling in line, they're going to be like, oh, what's this guy got a race to get to or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, he does. There, uh, There's no breaks in this life, ladies and gentlemen. You can't, uh, you can't expect to drop it down into second gear, first gear sometimes, and butts along like, uh, old granny shirley on sundays it just don't happen you gotta punch it down you gotta hammer down you gotta open it up full throttle and don't don't worry about everybody else around create the event get lost in the race or become the creator of the event that's my motivation minutes oh yeah for your wednesday april 14th love it i love it Love it too. Uh, yeah, just randomly randomly came up with that one day. It's yeah, man. Of, uh, I mean, if you're someone who's fortunate enough to uh, have your dream job super attainable where, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of have a balance of, you know, comfort and doing your dream job, then good on you. But mm -hmm. for the rest of us, it's uh, not that simple. Yep. And we got to fucking, uh, you know, swerve a little bit in the in and out of these lanes here. Hey, watch yourself there. Sorry. You <laughs> swerving a little too damn swerving hard. A, swerving a little too hard on the podcast. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, well, yes, that uh, would appear to be all I got over here. You know, pretty solid pot. Pretty solid pot. I think we got some real solid picks to uh, toss out, firing out, hammer them in, lock them in, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, and make sure you get ready to run those tickets to the window with the TTL crew. For me and Mags, thank you guys so much for stopping by the TTL episode, scrolling through the TTL newsletter, following us on Twitter and Instagram, jumping in on Fan Question Fridays, DMing us, staying active with us, helping us pursue our dream and grow this bigger and better for all of you and uh, grow the sports gambling industry. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are going to keep pursuing this. I promise you we are not going anywhere. It is coming. We just need some time just like everything, so be patient. Stick with the TTL crew. We are going to get bigger and better before you even know what to do, so just stay tuned, stay locked and loaded, and get ready to keep doing the only thing we know how to do. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers far and wide. 
The TTL crew hopes you have a spectacular Wednesday unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.